Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. All right. I've got some interesting, weird, good news. <laughs> <laughs> An interesting market update. Yes. All right. Zillow. Let's talk about it. Mm. Okay. So what was happening with Zillow is they were going into markets, buying homes. They were either going to flip them, hold on to them, but their whole plan was to basically change the market in that area when they bought properties. And it was getting realtors out of a job. They were outbidding listing agents and it was just bizarre. Yeah. And a lot of agents were really worried that our jobs were going to disappear. Yeah. So, okay, now you talk to us. What, what do you see? What do you hear what happened? Zillow just shut down their property flipping um, little scheme that they had going on. It was called Zillow Offers. And they actually were losing a shitload of money. So and they were planning on losing money. They knew that was going to happen for the long-term goal of eventually mm-hmm. all that market where they had a huge share it all going up and they'd get that back. They lost almost $400 million in three months. Yeah, $381 million. That's, that's crazy. That's bananas. And on top of that, they laid off 25% of their workforce. So that's about 2,000 employees as a result of them shutting down this division of their company. And, you know, here's my thing about Zillow. I really, truly feel like the need to have a personal relationship within a transaction, in all kinds of transactions, I don't think that we're going to go artificial intelligence on all this stuff like Mark Zuckerberg is talking about, everything going artificial. I think people are always going to want to have a human transaction. I don't think people love the whole Walmart self-checkout thing. But Walmart and some of these bigger companies are choosing to take out the human because they figured it's cheaper for them to lose merchandise through theft because people do steal things through the self-checkout. It's cheaper for them to have that than it is to pay real humans. And I think that that consumers want to have a human interaction and Zillow trying to come in and trying to control these markets by buying up all these real estates only to just turn around and then flip them to try to push the realtors out and push the lenders out. I think that they're figuring out that that was a bad idea. I was worried uh, a long time ago about, you know, realtors becoming like travel agents, how they basically just just disappeared. Yeah. There's very few of them. They're still around, but it's for more very luxury few. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just too complex. Every single transaction is different. The human touch on it to really understand, to, you, you can't really get a value on a home just because of what's happening in the neighborhood. There are some neighborhoods, yes, maybe condos and stuff that you can get a very accurate number. After a lot of sales. Yes, after a ton of sales in mm-hmm. that area. But really that human touch priceless. And I think people are going to continue to want to pay for it and they won't be able to get things done. I can't remember what the number was, but I think it was more than 80% of for sale by owners end up losing a transaction if it's under contract with somebody else and end up using a realtor right. um, in the long run. Right. Because it, there's so many little tiny details that it's not just put on the market, get an offer and you're done. Yeah, Keeping an offer, keeping a deal together is a big, huge chunk of the work. 
You know, a lot of us smaller companies, smaller groups of people, you know, we end up competing with some of these really big monstrosities like, you know, Quicken and, you know, the Amazons and the Realtor.coms and and the Zillows and all of those types of things. We feel like we have to compete with these people with their incredible tech employees and all the things that they can build out. They're so fast and they can provide all this data so much faster than a Realtor can. But you know, That's not the way to do it. The way to do it is to continue to do what Zillow and Amazon and these humongous corporations, what they can't do, which is they cannot have a real relationship with real people. It's not a genuine relationship. They don't really care about what you have going on. They have too much going on in order to be able to care. So if you're a smaller company out there, you're smaller realtor, smaller lender, really, really continuing to hone in on all of those personal relationships, whether it's with other realtors, other lenders, or especially with your clients, care that they're having a birthday, care that they're having an anniversary, you know, take the time to care what their dog's names are and, you know, send them a dog collar or something. We have a client that one of my team members just told me that they have two Labrador retrievers and one of them's name is Marjorie and the other one's name is Nutella. (laughs) And so it's like one's one's a yellow lab and the other one's a chocolate lab. That's cute. I love that we know that. I love that we know that. And we're going to definitely use that to to help get closer to to that client. And it's because we love dogs too, right? you know, and we want to be able to have a genuine relationship with our clients. You know, we look for reasons to celebrate them and to help them mourn too when they've lost somebody. Amazon, Zillow, no, they never. can't do that. They well, will never have that. Exactly. What we started doing is anytime we see somebody on Facebook who lost a dog or family member had some bad news, what we do is bring them um, this really cool box of teas where it's a bunch of assortment of teas yeah. and it's really pretty and looks kind of luxury for teas. And it's also made me feel good because like, what else can you do? There's nothing like in those moments. And it's nice to let them know that we do care. We do care. We see them and, and we see them and this is a people business. Yes. And so these big, yeah, these big companies coming in and doing what they're doing, it just wasn't working. And I'm on a lot of realtor Facebook group things and just hearing a lot of the stories. There were a lot of agents that were getting outbid by Zillow for, to get the listing and well, well, clearly that wasn't working exactly, for them if they lost $381 exactly. million dollars in bad investments. So what was happening too is Zillow would come in, offer to either buy the house that was listed or uh, sell their house. But when they would offer to buy the house, they'd go in at asking, have an inspection, cut them down probably 25% on the price. Ooh. And then they had all these extra fees on top of it so that they ended up it ended up just not being a deal. But once you're that far down the line, if you have to move, a lot of the times the seller would continue on just right. because they're and then like, you had to put just... the property back on the market. Yep. And then everybody's like, oh, you have such a black eye because your property is back on the market and everybody's going to want to know why. And if they're under contract on something else and have to sell. Sure. Yeah, it, it was one of those things, but... I think this is good news. I'm th- glad I mean, to hear it. I, you know, I don't ever want to. I don't want to see the other excited about somebody having a humongous failure. That doesn't feel like good juju to me. Right, but, and but the people losing their jobs that makes me that's sad. That's really awful. That maybe, makes me really maybe sad. Maybe the people that lost their jobs should come work for us. Yeah, you you're know? always hiring. <laughs> I can use another agent. Yeah, you're always hiring. <laughs> You know, I just think that this is a this is a win for smaller businesses. This is a win for smaller teams. You know, smaller being meaning like not thousands of people, right? Like I have a big team here locally, but we're still focused on the customer. We're still focused on the customer experience and and not just, you know, through the transaction, but after the experience, you know, what they see going forward and, you know, 
those handwritten cards and those, you know, sending flowers or sending teas or knowing what somebody's dog's name is going to make you win. So I agree. Keep, keep pounding Quick question on that. for you. Do you think they're going to come back in some way and try something like this again? Or is this too big of a failure that they learn their lesson? I think we'll see Zillow coming back at something. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, realtors out there and lenders out there buying leads for realtors, you really need to think about where your money's going. Think about what you're supporting. And I know it seems like an easy way for a lender to get a relationship with a realtor to buy their Zillow leads. There's other ways that are more effective. That's just the easy way. We've talked about it. It's really yeah. a hard struggle. And knowing that the money we were giving them was allowing them to do this. Yeah, you're, we're funding it. Exactly. And it was making mm-hmm. me sick to know like, oh, we're probably getting ourselves out of a job by paying them. Yeah, we're paying paying for that. And so, you know, I mean, it's also where where do you put your money? Like thinking about, where you, I mean, are you shopping on Amazon? Are you supporting that big billion, bazillion dollar organization or Zillow? Are, are you shopping, you know, locally for, for your things that you can get on Amazon? And maybe you're going to, you know, have to go downtown in order to do it. You're going to have a tiny bit of inconvenience, or maybe you're choosing to work with a local realtor or a local lender because you're supporting smaller businesses instead of these humongous conglomerates that and it comes back. Honestly. Truly, every cent, what is it? Every cent comes back seven, or seven times, Every or every dollar you sent. Yes. Yeah. Every dollar you spend comes back seven times within that hour. So like, it's really is worth it. If you buy local, it comes back around. It keeps the community strong. It keeps it businesses going. And we, I feel that in Bozeman. I feel so like that I. is the value here that we do support our great restaurants and coffee shops and boutiques. I think we do a really good job of that. And I think us realtors are pushing almost every transaction we do, we're pushing to use local lenders yeah, because they just get the deal done and they understand the market. It's really nice that that realtors have, have, you know, not everyone was really on that bandwagon for a long time. It really flipped when things got so competitive Mm -hmm. um, that now people are countering that they have to use a local lender. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How do you feel about if somebody goes under contract with, say, my pre-qualification letter and, and the seller has my pre-qualification letter and it says that they're using me and you, the seller picked the offer because it was a local lender. They know, they know our reputation and the pair of them look to them to be a strong offer. And then the buyer turns around and goes and starts shopping with some online, never going to see them or talk to them type lender that might have a tiny bit, you know, an eighth better difference in the rate or something like that. Do you feel like it's a breach in contract? Yes. Do you feel like you need an amendment to, to so send the I seller? I don't think we actually need, well, it depends on how it's written. If they say it's pre-approved with this person, I feel like yeah. that should absolutely have an amendment because if that happens, if I'm under contract, if I have the seller, I'm representing the seller, but I see you on the other side, and I know, oh, she's going to get this done for that buyer, even though I have nothing to really do with that buyer. I'm way more likely to want to accept that offer knowing that they're true approved right. and so forth. And then if suddenly halfway through the transaction, they start shopping. It happened to one of our buyers right. recently where we were about ready to close and he started shopping again. Right. And it is an absolute breach of contract and we had to extend it. I can't believe the sellers did extend it for us. And I'm embarrassed. It's embarrassing for me that they went and did that. And yeah, I, yeah, it sucks. And the seller can, t- <laughs> the seller can say no. Right. The seller can say no. And the seller's agent can, you know, can coach the sellers to say no, to be like, hey, they're swapping from a local lender that we trust and we know to some Joe Blow in a call center in, you know, in Puerto Rico that just because, you know, their margins are lower because they're not paying people 
Bozeman wages and they're paying, you know, they're just going to get an eighth better in the rate. And I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong because it's my pre-qualification letter that got you under contract. And we know that. Right. And that's the feedback that I get from realtors. It's like, it's, it's because it's your pre-qualification letter. I think we get our next podcast should just be all about the problems I've had, the crazy story after crazy story from out-of-state lenders, things that they've required out of nowhere yeah. that I've never heard of before or crazy delays for no reason or just not communicating, just not communicating or just being, yeah, it just goes on and on and on with issues yeah. you've had from out-of-state people. We should talk about why you should pick a local lender, why Done. it matters. Next one. Okay. All right. See you next week. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.